0: Welcome to Story Chats at Inspi Romance. I'm Elizabeth Madry and I'm here with my
1: two co-hosts. I'm Narelle Atkins. I'm Valerie Comer.
0: Today we are talking about CCR set in Kentucky. Um, I had so much trouble finding books set in Kentucky and I don't understand this because like there's the whole Kentucky Derby thing. Um, I feel like there are enough horses in Kentucky that there ought to be horse books, but they're not cowboys. They're like race horses more than like cowboy horses, but they're still horses. So I would think it's still ranches. and Yeah. 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 You'd think. Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't really get it. I guess maybe there isn't CCR surrounding the Kentucky Derby because it's horse racing and is that gambling? And so people get all verklempt about the idea I don't, I don't know what language are we speaking here i don't it? know we're throwing in some Yiddish um, today,
1: apparently uh, a gambling <laughs> thing but uh, but you'd still think that there would be um areas that, that you could come alongside with a christian romance yeah. now i don't know that much about the kentucky derby or about racing and stuff so i'm not going to be the person to write those books but somebody ought to because it seems like it's a, a big area that's missing it's not going to be me either despite the fact
0: my instagram has lately decided that i need to get all the farrier reels it's the oh, most yeah. bizarre thing <laughs> I'm like...
1: so i guess it's up to narelle then
2: yeah
0: to um narelle. no <laughs> i
2: no. think um, well horse racing's also um out, dare I say out of fashion might be the right word because people have issues sure. in terms of but, how animals are treated in the racing industry and using animals for that purpose so sure. I think that it's got be... a, a black mark for a, yeah. a couple and of reasons yeah, I And mean, you
1: could you could use that in
0: a story Kentucky's also yeah. known for their bourbon and I know why that's not in CCR yes oh
1: anyways if you guys know of any christian romances set around the kentucky derby we want to hear about it so or just in kentucky in general because like i came
0: up with two and i think do you guys how many okay valerie found three so we'll see how much overlap there is but um it feels like there should be kentucky is not getting the representation that it needs
2: um so yeah is Who Kentucky wants- the home to Kentucky fried chicken like KFC this is,
0: is that where good- it's
2: from or it just happened to be named that I I don't have any idea I would
0: <laughs> I would assume so since it's in the name but um I don't know I don't okay, know
1: we've got a tail here and I think we'' we've got She's ready to go. to go yes it's like let leaning me. over my arm
0: let the poor baby go bye
1: yeah.
0: Cooney. bye Cooney <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like now can I go nap <laughs> sure all right who wants to go first I'll go first Valerie ha- I was gonna say Valerie had three Valerie should go first yes oh right. yeah. great uh, my first one is Grounded by Angela Carell um, I read this book when it was first published way back in about 2011 2013 I think I was super excited because it was the first book that I had found that Uh, seem to align pretty well with my farm fresh romance series so we have um a young woman who has a name Annie she's a New York flight attendant who has lost her job I think through a merger or something I can't remember it's been more than about 10 years since I've read it give or take a bit um she loses her job her boyfriend and her apartment all in one swoop and so the only thing she um can think to do while she regroups is to go back to her grandmother's farm in Kentucky and uh, hang out there while she tries to figure out what, what she's doing now if she can get on with the competition as a flight attendant and do whatever um there's a bit of mystery with a squatter in the old stone house out back but it's not there's very very little suspense at all in it um, and then there's the grandson of the old lady who lives across the road, who's best friends with her grandmother. Um, Jake is back in the area too, and he's about to make this really big mistake, marrying the wrong wrong woman. And Annie's like, "Nope, nope, nope, you shouldn't be doing that." Of course, not because she loves him or anything. <laughs> um, I enjoyed the the down home feel the scenes where she where her grandmother is dispensing wisdom about life and love over canning green beans and (laughs) feeding the chickens and all that kind of stuff but um and I also enjoyed the fact that the word grounded in the title kind of has three meanings she's grounded from being a flight attendant right she's not in the air she's on the ground she's grounded in her um like her hands in the Kentucky dirt grounded Mm -hmm. growing things and then she's getting grounded in her family history and in her family roots and stuff so I, I thought it was a really great play on words um I loved the book a lot I was so excited when the second book in the three book series came out and then I was less excited because it turns out that all three books are about Annie and Jake um And it's not that they break up, it's just that it really turns into a really long engagement or something. There's other stuff that goes on, but it, um, the first book to me had a satisfactory ending. Uh, I thought they were well on their way. I didn't think it would take two more books to get them there. But um, if you enjoy those kinds of books, I think you might enjoy Grounded by Angela Carell. I know I did. Hmm. She lives that life. They have a an inn in Kentucky, and they cool. they have a farm, and they sell their produce at the inn, and like that they do they live yeah, the life cool. too, so that's kind of cool. Mm. Thanks,
2: Narelle. What's your first one? My first one is the Valentine proposal by Beth. I say pew is that the right way to say that's how that's how I would pronounce it yeah always hesitant with my Aussie accent Mm -hmm. yes so um I actually heard about this book earlier in the year when it released there were a lot of blogs and different things on so it was sort of on my radar and then I discovered it was Kentucky and I thought yep I'm gonna buy it and read it and I did enjoy it so Mason who's the hero he's an award-winning photographer who grew up in this small town in Kentucky and Lillian's our heroine in the book and Mason had this massive crush on Lillian all through high school but of course she was completely oblivious and she was the um, school newspaper editor so he did the photography so that's sort of where they were connected in high school and um, they Mason came up with this idea like 10 years before this is back in high school so the story starts 10 years later that made like a Valentine's pack, So if we're not married by Valentine's Day on a certain date, then we'll get married. We'll marry each other if we're not married to other people. So that's the um, premise and sort of the behind the story. So we fast forward to the beginning 10 years later and they're at the high school reunion. And, of course, they're both single. And so Mason gets the crazy idea, as you do, to do the grand gesture and get down on one knee and propose to her. And she says yes. And so it's I really enjoyed it because the story actually unravels the reasons for why they both said yes and the secrets that go along with that. And it was just really interesting to see how their sort of past history sort of tied into the present and how they sort of fitted into each other's families. It was very small town. Um, his Um, She worked, she was back home. She'd been in Lexington, Kentucky, which I believe is a big city, if I'm correct, or yes. a decent-sized city. And she'd been retrenched from her job at a newspaper and she'd never sort of fulfilled her dreams of being, getting the big career in journalism, whereas he had already done that and was very successful and quite well-known. And it was just a really fun, cute story with a very cute premise. And they, and his mother, I think it was, or her mother, mother one of the mothers made them go to um marriage counseling with the pastor and they had to do all these different probably um, a good thing yes yes (laughs) but and that was and that was um a part of the story I really appreciated because a lot of the time you can go into that sort of fake relationship marriage type story without some sort of grounding in reality. But of course it was these um assignments and different things that added a lot of humor and um it deepened what was actually going on in the story. So
1: well, did you say that it was a fake relationship?
2: Well it was kind of like a fake relationship because she said yes but they didn't actually they didn't say I love you before they said yes so it's kind of it's happening but it it had a lot of fake relationship elements I in the, it. That
1: sounds does that really makes sense yeah yeah because well, that no, it it's, sounds fun
2: let's imagine it's like two strangers that haven't seen each other for 10 years and one proposes and the other says yes so it man, has that yeah it has that sort of fake relationship setup. <laughs> yeah and and it's and it's also it's like is this really going to happen? Like, can we pull this off? Because it's actually quite a short time frame from when this all happens at the school reunion to when Valentine's Day. So it's a holiday romance. I wasn't sure if it was Christian because it wasn't listed on Amazon under um, Christian romance, but it is. It is it is a Christian um, story. If you're wondering about that, I often look at the categories and think, yeah. is this just mislabeled because Amazon's Amazon's done something wonky, or is it actually not a Christian story? But it is a Christian romance, and so I enjoyed it.
1: Good to know. That's and nice. you're right, Amazon categories are a That's good nice. indicator, but they are not. They're not the gospel truth. No, they no. aren't.
0: <laughs> So my first one, I'll keep in the Beth Pugh uh, vein. I read The Santa Run, also by Beth Pugh. Um, And this is set in Eastern Kentucky. So um, it's interesting because I forget often, I have family in Kentucky. So when I think, and they're in Lexington and that is like rolling fields and horses and bourbon, that's the Kentucky that they're in. But there is also the part of Kentucky that's right next to West Virginia and it's very West Virginia mountains and hollers and um hollers are the West Virginia oh. slash Eastern Kentucky word for like a valley. So um oh, okay you know, with my with mining. Um so it's um coal miners daughter, Loretta Lynn, West Virginia, but it's also but it's Kentucky. So this is set in that part of Kentucky. Um oh. and so um, Eliza Lee is dreading her new boss. She works for a railroad and the railroad was sold to a bigger railroad conglomerate. And um, she's unhappy that the railroad was sold to start out with. She's worried it's going to cost her her job. What does some New York railroad company know about our little railroad back, you know? Um, <laughs> and Bennett is um, trying to prove his worth to his father by making a success of this new railroad. Um, So he's got you know, a successful father who pays no attention to him and he's trying to be like, look, I really am valuable dad, look what I did kind of thing. Um, And so his first thing that he wants to do is streamline this new railroad to make it fit in as an acquisition. And so to make that happen, it needs to be profitable and to turn a profit the very first thing that needs to get cut is the Santa run. And the Santa run is when the railroad takes Santa, and then a whole bunch of gifts to the less fortunate in these uh, haulers. You know, and it's how a lot of these people who are very poor and underprivileged get any sort of anything for Christmas. And often it's like the dinner. Um, It's a turkey, or it's you know the only socks and winter coat that the kids get kind of thing, and here he wants to cut it, um, and so so that's sort of their clash, um, and it's it's well done. It um it it's really well done. I I struggled a lot because I don't think of Ken, that part of Kentucky. So to me, it felt much more West Virginia, which makes sense because it's just the other side of the mountains. But uh, it's it's really good. Um, and it was very, um, it had a good spiritual faith arc. Um, it, both characters really grew, which I liked. Um, it, it was just fun. It was
2: really fun. So is that based on a real thing that Santa run? Would that be something that's probably based on fact or loosely based on fact?
0: She had an, she had an afterword and I read it.
1: <laughs> I don't remember what she said. I, I feel like that that really basic premise yeah. of mm. the the father, the hero's father conglomerate taking over the heroine's little niche of the world. Um I've seen that so many times. And yet there is a hundred thousand ways you can play that to make a new story. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So this didn't feel kind of familiar it yeah. still can be very unique yeah so, it, yeah, it yeah.
0: was very it didn't feel like a retread of someone else's book I I couldn't say oh this was the names were changed but it was actually this story it was a very unique yeah. standalone story cool. yeah
1: on um, Valerie um Becky Doty has a series called um Seven Virtues Ranch set in Kentucky so I think you're familiar with Kentucky. I'm not really. But this is going to be, I think, down in, in them, their hollows. Uh, quite honestly. It's um, very almost hellbilly kind mm-hmm. of in nature, I think. Mm-hmm. But Becky has a really unique writing voice anyway. So the Seven Virtues Ranch is basically the Seven Virtues are the seven sisters of the couple who um, own the ranch. Uh, i think their mother's dead though because because so faith is the oldest gotta have faith is the first book that's what i'm going to mention um but the other sisters have names like hope and charity which is not that weird but justice and prudence are also their sisters so anyways whatever book one is faith's story she's the eldest sister she's holding the family together and now her high school sweetheart is back he had walked away um, he bought the ranch next door that used to belong to his uncle I think and he has decided to win her back and she's not very easily won uh, it's kind of a Beverly Hillbillies thing in nature like I'm, I'm not trying to make make fun of the hillbilly aspect but it's it's very down home in that type of a way and if you enjoy that you would probably enjoy this entire series uh, by Becky Doughty Excellent. sounds fun huh? I believe next all the books are out now in that yeah. series I've read a few okay. of them,
2: not all yeah I hadn't heard of those before yeah no. Narelle what you got my next one is one I've talked about before um which is Blizzard in the Bluegrass by Halle Bridgman so I think Halle yeah. might have a few books in Kentucky
0: she I'm lives there
2: sure. so yeah. uh, she might yeah yeah but this one is a thanksgiving and christmas story it's um a single mom who is a veterinarian i won't just say vet and confuse everyone like i did last time and um the hero and she lives with her dad and her son's on the autism spectrum and so her dad's a great support for her with her son and then the hero moves into the farm next door and he's a doctor the new doctor in town and so it's a really cute story i talked about it in Episode 21, which was single mums, and also episode 48, which was fall and Thanksgiving themed romances as well. So I won't I go too much into can- the
1: and enjoying yeah. it
2: as well yeah. yeah and it's in a oh, Christmas wait. collection I'm not sure if it's standalone anywhere but I know it's definitely in a Christmas collection that's where I read it from anyway it has Thanks. has snowflakes in the title <laughs> that's about all I remember <laughs> yeah but it was a really yeah, it was a friends tomorrow and a really fun story and it was just really lovely to see the little boy's name I think his name was Noah he was just adorable and watching um him getting on with the hero and who's jeff was gloria and jeff for the hero and heroine and how they related and yeah it was it ticked all the boxes in terms of thanksgiving and christmas and there was a big blizzard that happens which Which obviously creates chaos (laughs) so blizzards happen in kentucky was what i learned from this (laughs) yeah they do yeah all right
0: so my last one is a valentine for veronica by lisa priceock Um, uh, Veronica is in a wedding dress shop, picking up a bridesmaid dress. She has a group of friends and they're all the first of the friends is getting married. They're all going to be each other's bridesmaids. She's picking up the bridesmaids dress. And, um, she decides to try on this wedding dress that was in the window when she went to see the bridesmaids dress and to be fitting. And every time she sees it, she just loves it more and more. And so she decides to try it on, and then she buys it. Um, the problem is, is that Veronica does not have a boyfriend. So, okay. You know,
1: she's prepared. She has Fine. a dress,
0: yeah, but she has a dress. <laughs> she's ready. So, um, so uh, then uh, to make matters worse, when she goes down to um, like the bachelorette weekend kind of thing in Florida. Uh, one of the people who is there is an old sort of high school mean girl turned uh, photojournalist for a famous magazine kind of thing. And because Veronica doesn't want to appear like she is not as successful as this other person, she agrees um, to be have her wedding featured in the February episode because the the friend's a uh, couple that she was going to feature has backed out. Remember now, Veronica does not have a boyfriend. She, has, she has a, a dress, wedding dress <laughs> but, and she now apparently is having a Valentine's day wedding, but she has no person to do this with. Um, and so she ends up, uh, in a marriage of convenience, um, with, uh, she runs a temp agency and uh, she and her friend are sitting going through their uh temp files like of employees the people that want temporary employment looking to see if any of them would make a suitable husband for her and the <laughs> .IT guy overhears it and he has a need for a spouse uh, in his own he has his own set of problems and he's like, hey as I do <laughs> as you do. <laughs> maybe we could work something out between us uh that would be mutually beneficial
1: was so, this in a box set i, I have read
0: this one i think it might have been um it i bought totally it very
1: familiar standalone
0: but i i agree that as i was reading it i'm like did i read this in a box set it might have been
1: i might have bought the book too in I, a box set it's probably possible but
0: <laughs> but it seems yeah so uh, it, it was cute. Uh, it's set in Louisville, um, Kentucky. It could have been anywhere it, the Kentucky, you know, you know, it was Kentucky. Cause they said it was Louisville, but it didn't have to be Louisville. It could have been anywhere. Um, uh, and then the, the only other thing I struggled a little bit, it has very clear faith elements to it. Um, I had an issue with some of the theology that went along with those faith elements, um, because Veronica very much has sort of what I consider a prosperity gospel kind of feeling to things. If I like, she buys the wedding dress because this is going to convince God that she's serious. And so she's now stepped out on faith. So he has to bring her a husband because she bought the dress kind of thing. And, um, I don't love that. So um your mileage may vary. It was not a huge it, it was an obstacle. I didn't, you know, I read it, I enjoyed the story. But there were a few moments where I was like, let's just set this down
2: and pause a moment and I'll come back to it. So so was there consequences? Like was it a kind of a play on that in the sense of no she's like yeah because that's <laughs> often the difference no yeah.
0: no it was very much when everything worked out i mean it's a romance happy ending you know see i knew god would come but you have me. to get there yeah but but <laughs> no it, it very much was rewarded see god god took care of me and i knew he would because i did these things so okay even though right. yeah
1: we yeah. struggled a bit because of the lying and and um she yeah she pride. didn't she did struggle from the lying and the
0: pride as much as i wanted
1: as much as i wanted her to Gotcha.
0: Um, but yeah. I might, you know, it's good that I'm not God. I would smile <laughs> a lot more. <laughs> none
1: of like us huh? are. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. And I like that fiction can take us places that we wouldn't willingly go, and that we can think about things like that and yeah. go, "Is that really how I view yes. the world, or how how would I view that differently?" And making us think is not always a bad thing.
0: No, it's very good. Yeah. And and I, it is not a slam on the book at all. It's a very good book. I, this is a Beth issue more than anything else. So uh, it was, it was very, an enjoyable story.
1: You had one more, right, Valerie?
0: Or did I you? I do. Okay.
1: Um, winning the Cowboy Billionaire by Emmy Eugene. I did mention this one sometime in the fall. I don't remember exactly when, but I'm sure we yeah. could figure out exactly what episode number it was. Probably Billionaires. Um, it might What was the title again? Winning the Cowboy Billionaire. Yeah, Winning the Cowboy Billionaire. So the Chappelle family of eight brothers owns Bluegrass Ranch and they're rich, billionaires actually. Spur is the oldest, somehow he gets roped into his neighbor Olivia's fake relationship scheme to help her gain the funding for her perfume business. And then he finds out to his surprise that he wants it to be real. It's actually a pretty fun book. I probably picked it up because it was free or 99 cents. I'll be honest, um, I kind of doubted the, the premise and the, the whole thing. Um, but I, we talked in that one about the, um, the other episode about the uh, perfumery that she ran and how fascinating it was really to, to, um, to read a book where everything she did really, like, it was all about what her nose smelled. And the undertones of this aroma with that aroma and, and stuff. It was it was really quite interesting. So um I should read more of the series that mm-hmm. I haven't, because we all know that for every book I read, I buy two more. <laughs> and therefore my TBR is out of control. And um yeah, haven't been there. But that Epis- episode. Family episode 84 which was,
2: was recent not. reads oh
0: it was recent reads okay
2: mind cool. you it took me a while because you've got four keywords that are in like half a million yes. books
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you're awesome look at you
1: thank you girl. i knew you'd find it you're welcome yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> very good very very good all right well we would love well does do you guys have final thoughts on kentucky books no no I, I
1: would read more Yeah, just want to know if there's any kentucky derby books out there maybe i should read the rest of these cowboy billionaires maybe some of them go to the derby maybe so i'll have to look
2: or Or if kentucky fried chickens from kentucky that's my pressing question i'll have to go google it yes
0: yes uh definitely google that and um my only final thought on kentucky because it took me by surprise the first time i went to kentucky is that they really do have a southern accent in kentucky um it is i feel like far enough north that it shouldn't have they shouldn't have a southern accent but they do um they do have that Kentucky southern drawl and it is unique to like you can tell when you get to know southern accents you can tell Kentucky from Georgia from the Carolinas they're they're all Take different the word for it yeah I'm, I'm sure Aussies have the same sort of thing with regions but
2: absolutely yeah absolutely it's not the same I can pick. I used to work in a bank in Sydney towards the centre of the city and I used to play a game when I was bored because <laughs> this is when I was years and years ago when I was a bank teller, guessing where people lived by their accents. Yeah. yeah. And I was pretty spot on.
0: Excellent. Yeah. All right, well. Thank you for joining us at Story Chats. We would love to know your thoughts, what Kentucky books you read and enjoyed. If you know a Kentucky Derby book in particular, we're we're looking for one. Um, let us know oh, in the comments. Kentucky Fried Chicken book. Yes, there you go. Yeah, food's always good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> let us know on our YouTube channel or on the Story Chats Facebook page. And um, you can find information about the podcast at inspiromance.com slash Chats. We will look forward to seeing you again next week. In the meantime, don't forget to fall in love with a good book. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye, everyone.